Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our Master Heart family. It is so great to see and hear from you guys. Uh, uh, just, uh, I've, uh, as most of you know, I've been uh, gone and um, at the, the Christmas, European Christmas markets, and just got back. And all kinds of miracles happened uh, with me. But speaking of miracles, uh, I want to thank Deborah and Ross for last time on your participation uh, with that. And, uh, that was great. And um, uh, and it was really a super session. I uh, listened to the session on the uh, on the boat, and uh, and it was a great session. And in fact, it birthed today. This uh, amazing time that we're going to have. You're just going to absolutely uh, love what we're going to share and uh, what you're going to hear. And it's just going to take you to a new level of understanding life and how, how wonderful this life is. And uh, so before we begin, um, are there, I'm going to mute everybody there. And so if you... Um, and so if you do, uh, why I just muted everybody, just unmute yourself if you uh, wish to uh, talk. And uh, so before we begin, uh, happy holidays, everybody. It's a magical time of, of year. Um, and so thank you, Divya. And so I'm glad you're you're um, uh, you're with us there. And uh, does anybody have any uh, thing that uh, they want to share with the group? Uh, any miracles happen to anybody uh, since we last met? What miracles have happened in your life? Well, let okay. Me... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Who's going to go? <laughs> so my miracle is that today I I walked on both feet. I mean, you know, I cracked my hip a month ago. Yeah. And I could only use 50% of my right foot. Yeah. So today, and she said, I'm just an advanced student. Yes, Usually it takes six weeks. But after two and a half, three and a half weeks, I can use my right leg with full, full weight. Congratulations. So it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Yep. And every one of you are miraculous. Did, did you tell the, the nurses and doctors that, hey, you're a member of the Master Heart family? <laughs> of course, we heal faster. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible on that our bodies can heal. You know, we just take things for granted or everybody can do that or whatever, that we really have this amazing uh, body and uh, nothing against anything and not against doctors or anything, but nobody does the healing other than God. And so, you know, that is who does the healing and uh, the doctors don't do the healing. The healing is uh, with us. That's beautiful. Deborah, were you going to share something? A miracle? <laughs> yes, and that's amazing, oh, Ross. I, uh, I, I can't hear you. Oh, can you there hear you me? Go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Ross, that's awesome. So happy to hear that for you. Um, wonderful news. Uh, yeah, so I found out what I'm having <laughs> in terms of baby. Found out today. And first off, 
you know, they did the, it's funny, they do the blood work for genetic, like screening for and things like that. And, you know, they're like, oh, do you, you know, and that wasn't anything that ever, you know, concerned me. I wasn't, I just wanted to like the sex. <laughs> and right. they're like, here, I'm like, I'll bless it no matter what. Like, I don't care, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, in terms of genetic, you know, abnormalities. But, um, but yeah, so I thought it was going to be a boy, but it's a, I'm having another girl. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> well, that's yeah. wonderful. And, yeah. and mother looks healthy and a baby is healthy. We're healthy. Yes, we're doing good. I'm calling in um, Archangel uh, Raphael. And um, definitely I had a vision of like maybe being like a green forest and like it was a, a crazy vision <laughs> like and it happens cool. every morning not crazy but yeah. I go into like this meditation and then I and Jesus appears in it as well and he takes wow. me through this forest <laughs> and yeah. it's all green and then I see my baby like in a little boat <laughs> floating mm -hmm. through it like he's watching her um and it's like this green blue like water and he's showing me like she's okay and um oh. It's all green, and then we I get to see the baby. <laughs> I feel so weird saying that, but I get to see it and hold the baby and just say, I love you, and then knowing it's okay and put it back in there. Oh, we walk back into my and then I end up back in my little meditation chair over here. And, oh. uh, and then I just thank you know all the angels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is really the reality, if you will. That see what you're experiencing, that that's what's real. And it's this non-physical that is real in our imaginations. And that, you know, that is your baby. And that, um, and you know, for those of you that don't know the specifics, this is incredible. Deborah really wasn't supposed to even be pregnant, but she had all kinds of other problems before. And so they were trying to make problems now <laughs> for her. And she just decided, hey, I'm not going to buy into that. And I'm going to create, I, we are each creators of our own experience. And I would, every one of you write that down. I am the creator of my own experience and technically if you will it's co-creator you do the asking and when you do the asking the reality is everything that we can't see but we can feel that everything that we can't see is the one that's doing the work that is creating all of this. So Deborah said, I'm going to be healthy. I'm not going to listen to everything that they want me to do, whatever. And Deborah and I were actually laughing about that, you know, hey, before mothers were, you know, working out in the field and, you know, giving birth on the field. And now we got, you know, all these tasks and we're looking at all this stuff that we don't want. And so Deborah, congratulations. You created the health for you and your baby that you wanted that the doctor said wouldn't be possible. Yes. Because of all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. It's just fantastic. Really. Yeah. And so inspiring. Well, I want to share um, oh, a miracle with you and on my trip on my um, European Christmas markets trip in each one of the cities in Europe, especially that are on the Danube River, D-A-N-U-B-E. That's the main river that runs through Europe. It's the second largest river, but there's another river that runs up to Russia, so we kind of don't count that river, if you will. And uh, so it's the Danube River, and we were on that river, and then every one of these little towns or these uh, different towns that we were in, um, to include like the 
Vienna that they would have these Christmas markets and it's a square because all the cities in Europe are built with a square kind of in the middle of the city and in the square they have all these little shops and they're selling from warm wine to little ornaments to uh, all kinds of different um, knickknacks and things and just kind of the whole celebration of the season. And um, uh, and so that's what we were there for. But I know that God has me there to be able to experience the divine moments in every moment. And so one of the experiences was I'm in Budapest. I'm on the ship or on our boat, our river boat, the Viking river boat. And I decide I'm given the thought to take a walk. Now it's 28 degrees out. It's in the morning. It's like overcast. It's windy. And it's like my little committee says, you don't want to take a walk. <laughs> and but it just felt like an inspiring idea. I knew it was from God. And I went, I'm going to go for a walk. So I bundle up and I start walking. And I'm walking down right next to 10 feet away from the Danube River. And I'm walking alongside the Danube River on this uh, paved road and uh, walking pedestrian, kind of like a sidewalk. And, um, and all of a sudden I look and see, I just knew that there would be something exciting coming, you know? And when you're just excited, I don't give a, I don't care what it is. I just know it's going to be something exciting. And all of a sudden I look out to my right over the Danube River, this famous, world famous river and in Budapest. And all of a sudden this white, beautiful bird and it's a swan. This swan comes flying towards me and lands right in front of me in the water. And I'm like, oh, and I say, hello, Mrs. Swan. <laughs> And she lifts up her wings and, and, you know, flutters a little. I go, hey, I'm going for a walk. You want to come with me? And so I start walking down this path right up next to the Danube River. And she starts swimming next to me. And her paddles, you know, she has webbed feet and they're huge. And she's keeping right up with me. And I'm not the fastest walker, but I'm still walking pretty fast. <laughs> and she's going right with me. And I'm talking to her. And I go, man, this is just so delightful, you know, us together like this and just swimming, you know, me walking, you know, paddling, <laughs> if you will, you know, down the Danube River. And I go, hey. And so I walk about a mile and she's with me the whole time and kind of looking over at me. And I have pictures of all this too. And, uh, uh, and then I said, hey, listen, I'm going to go back to the boat. And so I turn around, she turns around. <laughs> and now she, we're, she's paddling, I'm walking. And I go up to the boat and I turn around and I go, hey, I just wanted to thank you so much for, for being with me and for just, you know, making my heart sing. I asked for my heart to sing and you made my heart sing. And she just starts flapping her wings up like this. And again, I have pictures of this. She's flapping her wings up and into the boat I go. And so see the miracle, you know, most people would say, well, 
gee, why weren't you looking for a miracle like in Budapest? Or uh, we went to the thermal baths that they have in this 28 degree weather. I'm in water you know, outside. Um, and, and But it was not about, nothing about that or being in Budapest at the Christmas. It was about this swan, this beautiful, beautiful mother nature coming to me and being with me and making me, having my heart sing. So hearing that, what do you like best about that miracle? <laughs> well, I love that you heeded the prompting. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, to be able to um, listen to the calling and every moment we're given that calling. It's just that our committee keeps us away from it. And so we can only think about one thing at a time. Now we can think back and forth and doing multitasking really quickly, if you will. But if I'm not thinking about what I want, if I'm not thinking about being inspired, about if I hadn't asked to have my heart sing, if I weren't deliberate and intentional, that uh, I wouldn't have had this magical moment happen to me. I don't know anybody in the world ever that had walking, was walking down the Danube River with a swan. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I couldn't have made, made that up, you know, nothing that I couldn't have asked for that. That's why you keep it general. You know, I just want to have my heart sing today. I want to be open to the nudges, as Robin said, that, you know, yeah, to be open. I want to be open to what where you want to guide me. Because, again, where you're being guided in God's will isn't about where you're going. You're the one that established where you're going. God's will is to take you there and for you to be open there. Now, last week, I just loved last week's um, and our, our family uh, together, our heart family together. And there were some points brought up there that I realized, oh my gosh, we have an incredible thing to talk about today. And this is the incredible thing to talk about. There are, and I don't know if you guys received uh, my handout um, that, uh, but uh, but if you did, uh, uh, it's on your email. And so if you want to go to it, um, uh, you can look at it there. Um, but basically, I want to share, and again, this was all spurred because we're together. We're together as a master uh, heart family. And because of that, we're, we just continue to expand uh, our understanding of God, our understanding of life, how it plays and how it just gets better and better and better. And so there's three thoughts that I want us to think about today. And I, I want us to think about these thoughts or words, if you will. The first one is patience. The second one is forgiveness. And the third one is healing. So again, patience, forgiveness, and healing. And the greatest misunderstanding that there is, is the 
misunderstanding of death, okay, because there really isn't any death. And we're not going to go into that today. But kind of the next misunderstandings is these three words about patience, forgiveness, and healing. And if you look at uh, this handout, that what we have is we have at the halfway mark, it's a vibrational, it's where we are vibrationally. It's kind of the scale on how close am I to God? God's right at the top. And, uh, and then at the middle is, and all of this from the top uh, to God down to the halfway point is the things that we want, okay, want it. At the halfway mark on down from there are unwanted. Now, if I probably ask anyone in this world, do you think it's a good vibrational word for patience? I think most everybody would say, oh, yeah, that's on the wanted side. I want patience. <laughs> now, <laughs> I got to laugh because Antonio and I were talking, I don't know, a couple months ago. And he said something like, oh, and I was, uh, I, or, uh, we were talking and I said, yeah, you don't want to ask for patience. And he goes, boy, do I know that. And so, Antonio, would you share with us about your experience with patience and why you don't want to pay, pray for patience? <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> now, all of that, I tell people don't even ask for that word. <laughs> well, it's been so many years ago that I was, you know, connected with, um, we call this a men's fellowship group. And we was going over um, some things in the Bible, you know, about patience and long suffering and et cetera, et cetera. So a close friend of mine was saying, okay, you know, Antonio, you need to pray for patience. And I'm like, okay. He said, because you're so outgoing and you want things instantly, just, just want it right there. And yeah. he said, you didn't start asking for patience. So I'm not really paying, you know, just taking a word of advice from a, someone older, you know, oh, being uh, experienced in life, do you mean? So I started yeah. asking for patience. I prayed for patience. Yeah. And I got just that. <laughs> um, it wasn't to me patient in my own personal opinion. It wasn't an easy road, if I can say that, because patience calls you for trials, just personally for me. It yes. took me through trials, it took me to suffering, it took me to areas that I did not expect to be at. So oh. one day I was in the county, I was working for the government, I was in the county, and I was walking down this hallway. And I'm like, why isn't thing working for me? Just, just, just said it out loud. And I heard within myself, my inner being, you ask for patience. And I'm like, oh no, you know, I just said, what in the world did I found out that I was stuck? I was stuck in patience, like yeah. a patient. You get what I'm saying? Patients yeah. and stuck in a patient in the in a hospital bed. So I couldn't move. I wasn't moving. I wasn't yeah. doing anything for years and years. Yeah. And so when I heard that inner voice within me yeah. saying, you yeah. ask for a patient, so yeah. this is what you get. 
forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I repented. I, God, please forgive me for even asking for patience. I would never, ever do that again. <laughs> I, I'm just walking down the hallway talking real loud to God. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't care who heard me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then let me tell you this. After patient, after I re, you know got rid of patient, yeah. doors start opening. Yeah, yeah. Promotions start opening. Money yeah. start coming. Things yeah. begin to unfold, and and it's a it's amazing that people think that word patience is a a virtue. Yeah, they yeah. think it's virtuous, you know, and not. Is yeah. that word patient is for trials? Yeah, the amen. There, there you go. There you yeah. go. And, 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 and I was hearing, um, it's so funny that we talk about patience. Um, on this Hallmark movie that was like five minutes in the movie, I turned the station. So I said, Let me see what this guy to say about Hallmark, you know, before yeah. I turned my radio station. Yeah. And we made five minutes in that in that that um Hallmark movie. This guy said the word patience, <laughs> and I just started laughing. <laughs> and then he's like, well, what the heck? You know? Then he said, then in the conversation, he said, I've been waiting for her for three years or five years working in the department to ask her out for a date. I just has been patient <laughs> to ask her out or for her to for me to go to her. And I just started I'm like five years in the same department <laughs> for a date that never yeah, happened. Right. Until one day you just stepped out of the boat and asked, and the lady came running to him. So I'm just saying, do you see, even in a Hallmark movie, patient took him five years to ask the same lady in the department before a date? Does that make any sense? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Antonio. So thank you so much, Antonio. And that is just amazing. I love the example um, of the movie and the Hallmark movie. And by the way, I watch those Hallmark movies too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and, I learned, I learned my lesson from patience. And what yeah. I got out of it is just don't ask for it. Yeah. Just like you say in your own teachings, wait, manifest it. And yeah. just, you know, it will come. Yeah. But when you're in a patient state, you're in a coma state, you, you're in a, a place of waiting, a holding, you're in a holding mode. And right. it's not going to come. It's Believe me, take it from me, anybody. It won't happen. You yeah. will get stuck, stuck yeah. like Chuck, and yeah. you won't go anywhere. That's right. And here's why. Is remember the steps to uh, achieve anything, have anything that we want. First step is our asking, our thought. So it's all about our thought and what we're thinking about. The next step is that thought automatically turns into a feeling. So it's your feelings. And that's why we're talking about vibrations here because it's your feeling that is the signal that goes to God. Your communication system is through feelings. The perfect way to be able to, you can't lie to God because whatever you're saying is what you really believe, what you're uh, asking for. And that's why people say like, um, I am rich and think they can write that down a thousand times and become rich and that God knows your subconscious mind in this case, the part of God knows that, hey, you're not rich. You've been telling me you're not rich forever. And so, you know, that just isn't true. So back to the steps, my thought creates this energy. That energy goes to God and God instantly receives your prayer and instantly 
answers it. We don't have to wait five years to ask someone for a date. (laughs) (laughs) That instantly responds. Your only responsibility is the asking and step four after God has made that it, that answer has that answer for you in energy form if you will you just need to do step four and that's allow believe and expect and so to allow it leave it and expect it i was talking with robin earlier today and that she said hey this one lady was they were at a convention and selling stuff in a booth and and this one lady like you know was just looking at her phone there were 24 other people in the same booth reaching out trying to get trying to have this world be inserted nothing gets inserted you attract it trying to get business and this lady sitting in a chair looking at her phone and uh, and some prospect comes up and says hey i'm really interested in this and how does she get it well she was allowing Okay, and wasn't, you know, oh, I'm going to go get this, I'm going to go manipulate the world that we are the attractors, we attract through our thoughts. And when we allow, and when we believe, which also a word is to trust. And so to trust God, that God has the answer already for me. And so I don't need to be patient about anything. So on this emotional scale right below that scale it's close to being on the wanted side but patience is actually on the unwanted side and hopefully that gave you enough clarification never ask for patience that you'll be given patience and not get what you want (laughs) okay now the second one and so follow me here is that The second one is forgiveness. So, oh, you know, I need to forgive Uncle Joe or whoever, family members, you know, people from our past that we're mad at, that they didn't behave the way we wanted them to behave. So now our little ego got in the way now and is trying to mess with our life. And so we're mad at people the rest of our life, which then lowers our vibration, okay? And that we now can't attract the thing that we want if we're in the unwanted. So those people aren't doing you any good and you're not harming them at all. The only person you're harming is having the life of your dreams by rising up your dreams. So remember that how this plays out. We came, when you look at the broader picture, you'll be able to understand why forgiveness is below the wanted. It's an unwanted thing. There's nothing to forgive. And why is that? Recall when I shared with you, when you transition back into the non-physical, what people would say, pass away, whatever, that you will instantly see that your life, every one of our lives has been perfect. It played out perfectly. The contrast, and so let's take another perspective. We came down here because we're the explorers, we're the cutting edge of all of life, of all of God, with God, we're the cutting edge. Why? Because Mother Earth, 
is this place that has everything we want and everything we don't want. And in that don't want, we have to have the contrast, the things we don't want in order to birth the things we do. So Uncle Harry or whoever that you're mad at or, you know, hold resentment, there's nothing to forget. Uncle Harry is a blessing because he helped God. He, he was trying to help you. God was trying to help you. But he helped God understand exactly what you wanted. However, you were still in your pity party about mad at Uncle Harry or whatever, because why am I mad at Uncle Harry? Well, no, it's what I don't want. What do I want because of Uncle Harry? And what I want is I want to attract kind, loving people. I want to attract people who help me to my desires. And I would write those down. Those are channeled directly from God's mouth in your minds and hearts that I want to attract kind and loving people. That's what Uncle Harry did. That's what every one of those relatives did. And God went there. Again, you didn't go there, but because God went there, you created all of eternity to expand because you have that contrast of Uncle Harry or whoever that person is, that you want to bless them. There is nothing in this world to forgive. All the contrast leads us to a better future. And so when you trust that, and again, the other thing to write down on that is I want to attract people who help me to my desires. Well, you might think, now that is really selfish. Well, first of all, and see, you we've all been told, don't be selfish. We were shamed. How can you be thinking of yourself? Well, who the hell can I think of? I can't think for anybody else. The only person I can think of and feel for is me. And when I think and feel for me where I feel good and I'm lined up with God, everybody else around me thrives. So it's the committee that makes you selfish when you think, oh, I feel guilty about this, when I feel shame about this. That's selfishness, and that's at the bottom, the unwanted thing. So what you are is you are a deliberate creator, that you get to call it the way that you want it, that you get to be able to say, hey, I love this life. I love the contrast. I love the things that I don't want. I love the no's because when I'm told no, that helps birth me to this new desire. What do I want? I want people that say yes to me. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, okay? That um, I, uh, I was thinking on, you know, you're gonna, some of you have been breaking records, okay? Like in business and some of all of you that have been breaking those records in business have also been breaking records, not only of what you want, but of what you don't want. Well, you want to love those records of the number of no's you got and the number of returns you got in one week or whatever it is. You want to love that because that helps you build the desire and the energy and to realize this is what I don't want and what do I want? And now I start looking to the heavens and I say, this is what I want. 
I just love it. I want people to say yes. I want to have a build my business. I want 2023 to be the best year I've ever had. And when you start asking for those things, it's only possible to get those things. So hearing why there's no reason to forgive any person, any situation, nothing, because it all is a blessing to you that builds your brighter future and puts all of eternity, puts eternity into God, all of humanity, everything that is, that do you understand why forgiveness is not a virtue? What did you like best about that? Do you believe it? We've all been taught, oh, forgiveness. Well, if you start, when you ask for patience, you were given like Antonio, you were given patience and didn't get what you want. When you ask for forgiveness, you gotta be pissed off at somebody. So God will give you somebody to be pissed off about. <laughs> Well, I'm having trouble with the Abe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the Abe, you know, or maybe I'm making a mistake, you know. I think I'm asking, I'm allowing, but it's not coming. So it's well, not. That so, so that is, and, and this happens to all of us, Ross, where. And it's not coming. When you say that, it slows your whole train train down. It's already no. here. No, I okay. Don't... All right. It's already here. Uh -huh. All right. But if that doesn't stop my brain, uh, not not my committee so much, but my brain from thinking, well, maybe it it should be this way. Maybe I. I should change the... It's the committee. It's the committee. The Putting committee. doubt into your mind. It's the committee. When you're inspired, when you have an inspired thought, and you know, Ross, without getting too specific on this, that you have a magical life. Okay, darling, you built an empire of a business. You have passive income. You have amazing family. Your health, and uh, you know, almost always. And again, you have to have the contrast. So not in always, but you know, your health. You can think. You can feel. There's a million things I can say about your health that are playing out for you. That you got it made. It's all here right now, just on where you are. What it is is the committee puts up. Hey. You know, you need X number of dollars more per month. You need this answer. Where the hell's my answer? Well, when you start incorporating the doubt and thinking you don't have it, instead, go on a broader scale and look at all the blessings that you us have, but that all of us have. We are all so blessed. We we live better. You know, I saw castles, okay, in Europe. And these castles, we live better than kings and queens. They didn't have electricity. They didn't have a whole library and a little thing that we call a phone. Um, they didn't have electricity, cars, vehicles. You know, they needed, when they wanted to go someplace, it took them forever. They couldn't go halfway around the world in a day, you know, that we have it so, so made. Yet what happened is we were focused. We were told to focus on what we don't have. 
Instead, I'm sharing with you, don't do that. Look at what you don't have, don't want, okay? And so I don't have whatever it is, money, business, you know, whatever that is. That's simply what I don't want. And now start asking for what you want. And, and again, Ross, I can name many specific examples within, the, within this year that have happened to you that are miraculous and are amazing and lots of you know money and business and really just incredible things that have happened. If you'll just think about those things and take out of the equation the stuff you don't have yet, all that stuff will come to you. And you just have to believe. And I'm back to this word, trust. So the question, Ross, do you trust that God can deliver the things that you're wanting? Yes. Cool. I can answer that question, yes. Cool. Then keep it right there and just start thinking about all the amazing and wonderful things that happened to you in 2022. And that will raise your vibration up to God where all the things that you want, the heavens will open for you. Guys. <laughs> Deborah, were you going to share something? Oh yeah, and thanks Ross, that was good, <laughs> as always. <laughs> um, I, one of my prayers used to be, Lord, grant me patience and hurry. <laughs> Yeah. What's that? It, my, one of my prayers used to be, Lord, please grant me patience and hurry. And hurry? H-U-R-R-Y? <laughs> yeah, like it, and hurry. Like it was never, I could never, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I was just, especially early on in, in my, um, you know, sobriety journey. Yeah. Um, I just, I wanted the patience of getting through each day, but I didn't want to feel you know, the feelings of, of what I was dealing with. Yeah. However, now I understand um, this was, you know, years ago, right. now coming to where I'm at, um, I've gotten better, you know, with it um, because yeah. now I can pre-pave that. Um, yeah. But I have a lot of people, you know, that I do work with that are like, oh, well, I'm just, you know, I just got started in the business. I'm going to be patient you know, yeah. and right. I'm hearing that word, you know, a lot actually this past yeah. week. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And, cool. and then in terms of forgiveness, um, that was huge because forgive, if you don't forgive somebody, you drink their poison, you know, um, there you and, go. Ooh. and I was, you know, and I, and I realized that, so I'm not going to take the poison and let that person, you know, get to the best of me. Yeah. My forgiveness that I work on or work on, I know that's not appropriate. My forgiveness is forgiveness with myself, you know, when, when things go not the way, um, or something happened with a certain person, you know, and, um, and I saw red flags, for example, during that. And I kept on in that relationship, you know, yeah. despite what it was doing to my surrounding, you know, humanity and, people, the other people that I care about, it's like, well, why did I, you know, do that? But then that whole committee thing gets in and, right. and now I realize that, well, now I know what I don't want <laughs> and right. I'm going to recognize it more if somebody else like that comes into my life or yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm not thinking about it 
Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> and so there's no reason to forgive yourself. Just love yourself. And so I would invite Archangel Shamuel um, for, see, this is unconditional love. There are no conditions in which we don't love you, Deborah, that God doesn't love you, that all your angels, there. there's that one condition. In fact, for all of us, that God has never spoken one bad word about you, but I guarantee you there have been people in this world that have spoken bad words about you. And it's their committee. And so we actually all belong to the same spiritual family. And a great way for those of you that are interfacing with, uh, you know, prospects, whatever, sharing the good news, whatever you have, for you to have the perspective that when your attitude changes on, hey, we're all in the same spiritual family, you change and then they'll change. And this is where this forgiveness too on that, you know, there's nothing that everything that has happened to you, Deborah, for example, has been a blessing because it put you right in that chair where you are right now, where you have your soul baby, you know, where you're this magnificent leader, where you're building this empire. And I I'd love the idea, and I I suggested you all write it down that each one of you are building your own kingdom now. In this kingdom, your kingdom is not prospering. You are, your family, all the people that you interface with, all the people that you share the good news with, all the people that you serve and help, that this is this is where you are in 2022. This is the 20, the next year that you have. We're planting seeds right now for your bright future. For there's no remorse about anything. It's all a blessing. There's a divine moment right now in this moment, in every moment. It's just the committee gets all of us. And we're not going to let that happen anymore. And what we're going to do is we're just going to unconditionally love ourselves. So hearing that, Deborah, do you like replacing that, gee, I'm going to sit around forgiving myself to I'm going to just unconditionally love myself like God and everybody else does and like we all do towards you? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. What fun. What fun. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's beautiful. And remember, and, and part of that forgiveness also is it's all your attitude towards that other person. You can change other people. You have all been taught that you can't change other people. And that just isn't true. You change anyone and everyone based on how you think about them. Uncle Harry at, during the holidays is going to be even worse to those that talk about Uncle Harry and how bad he is. And he can't get worse than he was last year or whatever, that you're creating a monster. You create it all. You create the people. So you say, but Uncle Harry pushes my buttons. Who made the button? You did. So we're going to get rid of these buttons and we're going to not only unconditionally love ourselves, we're going to unconditionally love everybody else out there. All circumstances out there, knowing that all circumstances, everything that is happening is a blessing. When you rise up to this point, that you'll live in heaven right here on earth. This is a secret to everything. When you understand 
the, the, the sharing, the teaching here on what I just shared with you today. And then there's a final one and there's the healing. If you ask for healing, God has to give you something to heal. Stop asking for healing. That you are just fine. And so I'll give you, um, let's see, an example for, you know, I, uh, it, here's an easy one. And eight years ago now it's been when the doctors told me, hey, you're paralyzed from your waist down. You're not going to work. I didn't ask for any healing. I asked for what I want. I want to walk. I want to skip. I want to sling around. <laughs> I want to do all that. That I asked what I want. There's nothing to heal. Okay. And so it helped build my energy to where I have, like, I just got my, my blood results back. Doctor turns to me and says, I've never seen such perfect blood. I don't take one prescription. Okay? I just got out of yoga today. I'm not supposed to be doing yoga. That and, and what? Because we create it. You can create your health. You can create people to be the way that you want. You have to stop thinking about people the way that you're used to. And what I what I suggest you do is invite all of them in, knowing that they're part of your and our spiritual family now. And when you do, that your heart will change towards them, and they will change. Because you're the magnet. You attract whatever you're thinking about. So just think about what you want. So there is no healing. Thoughts on that? No need to ask for healing unless you want to have a lot of bad stuff happen where you need a lot of healing. <laughs> and, and it'll never quit. It'll never stop. So does uh, thoughts on, on healing. What did you like best about that? Well, just don't ask for healing. Yeah. Just receive your good health. You know, XR, Archangel Raphael, and other angels to accompany along so that you can live a good, healthy life. Absolutely. And so on Raphael, that <clears throat> remember on most, like if you Google it or whatever, that people will say Archangel Raphael is for healing. And that is not true. And when we outline Archangel Raphael, Archangel Raphael, and it came to me because I knew healing wasn't right. It didn't feel right to me. And I asked, well, what, what is this? You know, what, what is it? What does Raphael do? And then God gave me the answer. Divine intelligence stood up again and gave me the perfect answer. It's health. Oh, my God. Archangel Raphael, I call you in. And I ask you to give me good mental health. I ask you for good emotional health. And I ask you for the perfect health that God has, the image that God has of my perfect health. Archangel Raphael, I ask you to come in right now in every cell, every organ, every system in my body and create perfect health. And voila, there it is. There's nothing to heal. Ooh. So what you're saying is just ask for what you want hey. and your committee will tear it down 
No, no. As, no, no, I'm I'm joking. I just uh, yeah. ask for what you want, but and, and then God yes. will give it to you. Okay. And what do you do in the meantime when you have your doubts? You just let let them go. Just move them so, away, right? So so Ross, I that and I know it's 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 challenging because you know you say, hey, you know, I got these doubts and whatever. And what I would do is I would just look at this page and this bottom part of this page is that I'm not going to go down there anymore, blaming disempowerment, doubt, worry, committee, the judge, a drunken monkey, patience, forgiveness, healing, complaining, anger, guilt, shame, fear. Now, to help you maybe understand this a little bit better. So when I help people that are... Um, wanting to commit suicide. They want to disconnect from God completely. And by the way, that's impossible. You'll never completely. You know what? I once had a friend, a psychologist. I was at her house. She had a patient who said, I'm going to commit suicide today. Do you know what she said? Should I cancel your appointment? And Ross, I love those, that humor in there. That's just great. And I asked to laugh more today. And thank you very much for having that come true. And, uh, as many of course, of he didn't commit suicide. Of no. course not. Yeah, but those that are, are close to uh, committing suicide, that instead of, you know, trying to figure out, you know, why this is or whatever, I asked them, you know, what they want, et cetera. And... If you'll notice on this, fear is at the bottom, but still unwanted is anger. See, because the lowest that we can all, all any of us can ever be is disempowerment. The highest is, is empowerment, okay? Where God is, where love is, where peace is, where joy is, freedom. And disempowerment puts us at the bottom. And disempowerment is, hey, I'm hopeless. I don't control anything. I'm a victim. I want to get out of here. And, and, and then, you know, the suicide, if you will. Well, if you'll notice, anger is still unwanted, but it's a little bit higher. I'd rather have people be angry than be disempowered because at least they're gaining back their control. Now, for us, all of you, are your, your overall vibrational set point is above now, is above the unwanted. And it's in the wanted. And what today is doing is helping you to release. It's like you're this boat floating downstream. Okay, remember, God knows where you are. God knows what you want. God knows the easiest path for you to get there. You're on this beautiful boat. Just imagine right now that we're on this beautiful boat. You're on your boat of life. And you're going downstream. And there's low-hanging fruit, the money, the happiness, the love, the health, everything that you want, and you're picking that's low-hanging fruit. And then all of a sudden, you ask for patience, and it's like you put an anchor, and you threw an anchor overboard. And then you ask for forgiveness, and you threw another anchor board. And now, instead of going down your path, now you've slowed your path. And then you ask for healing and you slowed it even more. What I'm asking you to do today is to take the anchors off 
of your life, the things that have slowed you down, all of those unwanted things of blaming, disempowerment, guilt, shame, forgiveness, healing, patience, the drunken monkey, the committee, you don't need them anymore. And that we each have the power to take those anchors, cut the chain, cut the rope on those anchors, let them go, and just start floating down into this amazing, beautiful life that each of us have. That we can literally have it the way we want it if we ask for what we want. Amen. Beautiful. So, what did you like best about today? Robin? <laughs> well, um, it sounds so simple, but it just really, <laughs> to really <laughs> just do it and just think about what we really want. Yeah. And expect it, allow it, believe it, yeah. and be in that state. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's it. It's that simple. Life is simple. Our community has tried to complicate it, confuse it, us. And uh, we don't have to live that life anymore. Remember, we're done with the battle. It's over. We give up. We surrender. And what are we surrendering to? This present moment. It's a divine, divine time. So surrender to this moment. Look for the water. Look for the wanted in this moment. And right now in this moment, it's divine. And I promise you, every moment that you're in, there's something divine in it. You know, I always get a kick out of, uh, <laughs> speaking of, of uh, funny things, Ross, that uh, now, now you got me on your fun trail here. Love that. Um, but after my major operation that I had on, on my hernia, a huge long one all the way down my, my chest, uh, after the operation, my doctor's world famous. And so when he came in, he came in with a bunch of people, 10, 15 doctors, nurses that are all shadowing him, you know. And he comes in and he says, you know, uh, I got good news and I got bad news. I turned to him and I said, Doc, that in my life, there is no bad news. So tell me, what do, you, what do you think the bad news is? And he said, well, you know, we had to go in there and, and kind of tighten things up and whatever. And you don't have a belly button anymore. <laughs> and I say to him, and with all these doctors and nurses, you know, this elite group, whatever. I said, well, do I still have my penis? <laughs> <laughs> and they just all broke out laughing, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got your penis. I said, see, I, we're laughing over this bad news that you thought there was, that it ended up being we're all in laughter. We're all creating endorphins. And they're laughing even more. You know? <laughs> so after we're done laughing, so do you see on how in the moment, no matter how severe it is, and a doctor telling you there's bad news, 
that you can turn around anything. So then I asked the doctor, what's the good news? And he goes, well, that, um, you know, as we had to cut you all open and everything, and we put your, you know, skin around your tummy and everything. And so in essence, you got a tummy tuck. Oh, that's great. I said, so now I've had an epidural, and I did on this, that you know, I didn't know men had epidurals, but for the back to uh, not have pain, gave me an epidural, and I said, I feel like I'm a woman. I just had an epidural, and uh, now I had a, a, a belly tuck. <laughs> and there again, just losing it. He's like, we'll see you later. <laughs> Walks out of there. But every moment can just be fun, can be a blessing but you have to make it that way. Amen. And with that, ready to sing? Let's unmute ourselves and let's sing it up. Let's have some fun. It's the holidays. Let's enjoy the holidays. Make these holidays the best holidays they've ever been. And you have the power to do that. We're, we've invited our hearts in. We've invited our hearts in. Now it's time for our dreams to begin. Now, now it's time, time for our dreams to begin. begin. We love our Master Heart family. We, we love, love our Master Heart family. As now we walk together so merrily. As now, now we, we walk together so merrily. <laughs> we are now leading with heart. We, we are, are now leading with heart. heart. And this is how to live life smart. And this and is this how, is how to live life <laughs> smart. Sound off our Master Heart family. Sound <laughs> off our Master Heart family. Sound off our Master Heart family. Sound off our Master Heart family. Last one, sound off our Master Heart family. Sound off our Master Heart family. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Get that energy going. Call those angels in. Get the body. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I love you all. It's just been delightful. Delightful, the miraculous that uh, thank you all for attending and uh, know that this is going to be the best holiday for you. This is going to be the best year you've ever had. You can count on it for your health, for your business, for your wealth, for your, your well-being that it's all coming to you now. And just know that it is because we're all part of the master. Our family. <laughs> love yeah. you.